Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Hello, Myra. Yes, fine, how are you? Listen, last night when I called you to ask you and George for dinner on Monday the 28th, I discovered it's better if I have the party on Tuesday the 29th. Would that be all right with you? Hey, where's everybody? Yeah, uh, hold on, Myra. I'm in the front hall on the phone, dear. Oh. What'd you say, Myra? Oh, good. Well, we'll see you then definitely on the 29th, if not before, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yes, hey, goodbye, Myra. Where, where, where's my snow shovel? Oh, dear. Oh, I don't know where it is. I don't oh, know you look exhausted. What's the matter? I have spent the day on the phone calling everybody we called last night to come on that Tuesday instead of that Monday. Well, I, I... think it's silly to change oh. everybody around just because one couple can't come on Monday. Well, the reason we decided to ask anybody was because of the Darrows. Those are the people we really owe. Well, we should have done what I said to begin with. Just just make it a small dinner party with maybe four other people. Instead, you wind up with a list that looks like the telephone book. Me? You're the one who kept thinking of all the people we ought to have. Anyhow, I finally gotten in touch with all of them, and they've all changed to Tuesday, thank goodness. Oh, I tell you, I've been on this phone all day. I really have. Just mm-hmm. all day. Seems to me with Christmas coming up so soon and the families arriving that whole weekend, you know... You said you hadn't finished Christmas shopping? Finished? I've hardly started. I got downtown intending to do it all. I walked my feet off and I wound up with one thing or two You should two never have planned a party so soon after Christmas. Oh, I didn't expect it to be a party, dear. All I wanted was the Darrows for dinner. We've owed all them right, for right. ages. I don't know. Somehow the whole thing got out of hand. All right. Now the list is up to 32 down. people calm and down, I'm wild. Calm down, will you? We'll manage oh, somehow. Just... After dinner tonight, we'll try to get organized. <laughs> If Christmas came in the middle of the summer, it just wouldn't be Christmas. But it might lessen some of the hazards of the season. Take the matter of December ice and snow in many parts of our country. Streets and highways become coated with ice, and falling snow reduces visibility. The result? Those visiting friends and relatives for Christmas get-togethers are in danger of serious driving accidents. Take extra care. Get there. CBS Radio urges don't let a motoring mishap mar your Merry Christmas. And now here's a way to help make someone else's Yuletide merrier. Almost Christmas, no time to lose. Lots and lots of gifts to choose. Give him, give her a gift set by Yardley. For him, a wide range of all new gifts from $1.50 to $10. A combination of after shaving lotion and invisible talc, only $2.50. All prices plus tax. Yardley. Give him, give her a gift set by Yardley. that after dinner we would try to get our dinner party organized, darling. Yes. You just sit there smoking your pipe and making objections to everything we suggest. Well, the idea of trying to have 32 people for dinner. Well, they have been asked and they're coming. And it isn't 32 anyhow, it's no. 28. You and I and Aunt Effie and her friend Miss Jensen make the other four, which makes 32. Well, are we going to eat dinner with the guests? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean I don't know. With that many people, I don't suppose I'll have much chance to sit down and eat. I suppose I'll be flying around, heating more rolls and getting more butter and seeing if everybody has everything they need. What are you going to do, act like a maid? Oh, we don't have a maid, dear. 
And I can't heat rolls for 32 people all at once. Well, we never should have asked that many. It was going to be a small dinner party, maybe eight people. Well, dear, 28 have been asked, and they're coming. Look, we haven't even got chairs enough for 28 people. If you would listen. Okay, all right, all right, all right. And Effie suggested putting up card tables. We have two card tables. That takes care of eight people. Four of those guests will have to keep holding up their card table, or the dinner will be in their laps. Since one of the legs is always collapsing. Well, we can borrow some card tables. With 32 people, that makes eight card tables you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to put them? Well, I thought we could put six in the living room mm-hmm. here. Six? Yeah. You yeah. cannot get six card tables in here. you got to leave room for the chairs. Oh, yes, that's right. Oh, well, yes. put four card tables in here. One over there for the picture window. One in the middle of the room here. We'll take out the coffee table. Uh-huh. And two over there. One in the corner and one by the door going into the hall. Yes, yes. We can, uh-huh. and, we, and we can put one card table in your den, dear. Uh-huh. And one in the hall. All mm-hmm. right, all right. That takes care of 24 people. Now, where are you putting the other eight people? You'll need two more card tables. Well, can't we put two tables in the dining room? Oh, no, Aunt Effie. We're using the dining room table as a buffet table. If you have that many people coming in and oh. going around the table, there certainly isn't room for two card tables mm-hmm. to be set up. The dining room just isn't that mm-hmm. big. No. I don't know how you can put a card table in the hall. That isn't that big either. Everybody getting their dinner from the buffet table in the dining room will have to climb over the card table and the people in the hall to get in here to the living room. Oh, I don't know. It I, work. Don't I, I certainly don't, don't know. think it's right to stick four people in my den all by themselves. I mean, with a party going on out here. And you may be able to borrow card tables, but where are you going to borrow 32 chairs? We don't need 32, honey. We have eight matching dining room chairs, and we can use... The desk chair and that mm-hmm. occasional chair. Well, you've more. got a straight chair in the hall upstairs. Yeah. You can use the piano stool in the hall. Yeah. And you can bring in the porch chairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. porch chairs. No, no, oh. they look terrible. Well, if you will listen, dear, we can borrow those folding chairs from the funeral parlor. Well, from the funeral parlor? Yes, you can do it. They'll let you have them. Mm-hmm. In return for some business? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you just asked them, really. That's what Ann Lundell did when she had her garden party, she said. Or maybe we can get them from the church, you mm-hmm. know. I'd rather get them from the church, thank you. I don't like being indebted to the funeral parlor. <laughs> oh, Makes funny. me nervous. <laughs> let, 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 let me see the list of honored guests. Well, it's on the desk. Now, if we move that sofa back to the wall... Now, listen, instead would... of worrying about where they're going to sit, I think we should discuss what they're going to eat. Well, you didn't ask the... The Bramwells and the Seymours. Yes? Why? What's wrong with that? Look, Amy Seymour was married to Jay Bramwell. She she was his first wife. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, honey, you did too. Well, if I did, I forgot. So what? So what? It will be very awkward. Well, I can't see why they know it. We live in a town that's small enough. They must run into each other anyhow. I can't worry about that now. Oh, 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 and I forgot to tell you. I bumped into Jerry Walden at the cigar store this morning and said something to him about coming... You didn't. Yeah, well, honey, what could I do? I mean, he said, I hear you giving a shindig during the holidays. Where was my invitation? You know, he was kind of kidding, but I could see he, he meant it. So, well, I mean, what could I say? You could say we are, but you are not invited. I can't stand him. I won't have him at the party. I just won't. He's embarrassed Oh, me. honey, Jerry's okay. He is not okay. He tells stories that would make a statue blush. I won't have him at the party. Why, you have said yourself he was vulgar and embarrassing. Well, I can't help it now. His dad owns the company that my company does business with, so I've got to be nice to him. This was supposed to be a party with our friends. Why drag business into it? Well, honey, what could I say? I had to ask the guy. He he heard about the party. (sighs) Well, if he tells that story again about the ballet dancer in Paris and in front of Mrs. Houston, I know... Now, don't worry about it. Well, I do worry about it. You were the one who was perfectly furious when he told that one story in front of me. 
Well, what can I do? It's business. Well, it's business taken over to such an extent that a man has to put up with having his wife insulted. Darling, you're the one who encouraged him. Every time he told a story, you laughed. I didn't laugh. I merely smiled coldly. What did you expect me to do, slap him? I wish all men would understand that all women hate to be told off-colored jokes that aren't the least bit funny. Mm. We never know what to do. If we don't laugh, we appear to be prudes, and if we do smile even politely, we appear to be loose women. Now, I will not have that Jerry Walden at the party. Darling, I have to have him. It's business, and that is final. Now, furthermore, I want you to get on the phone tonight and call the Waldens and invite them. (laughs) I won't do any such thing. Yes. No, I will not. (laughs) I will not. Look at you two glaring at each other. You're giving a party. Now, why don't you relax and enjoy planning it? That's what parties are for, having fun. Well, giving the party was my idea in the first place, and I think I should have some say in who is invited. Don't I have any say? It just happens to be my house. Your house? Well, isn't it my house, too? What do you mean? It was your money that paid for it? No, I didn't say that. But since you brought it up... children, children, my goodness, I've never heard you go on like this. he always does that. He says, my house, my car, my lawnmower... (laughs) I've got to get my lawnmower fixed, he says. Oh, honey, oh, you please. always all right, say all that. Right. You can call it your lawnmower. <laughs> Just tonight, he said, where's my snow shovel? Well, honey, I didn't mean anything, but we'll call it your snow shovel. I don't want to call it my snow shovel. Why can't you just say our snow shovel? All right, all right, darling, our snow <laughs> shovel. <laughs> no, no, now, where's your Christmas spirit? Oh, the heck with the whole darn thing. Oh. I will not ask that awful Jerry Walden. Well, dear, I think you two better kiss and make up right now. You don't have very many days before 30 hungry people show up for dinner. Are you ashamed of your hands because they're red and rough? Well, you don't have to be. Hard-worked hands heal twice as fast with new heavy-duty Truche with silicones. Kitchen tests prove it. Yes, kitchen tests with women just like you. Hard work hands heal twice as fast with new heavy-duty Truche with silicones. So why not try new Truche? New Truche helps protect your hands through every chore you do. And now, just when you need protection most from winter weather, you can get the five-ounce bottle of new Truche with silicones at seven cents off. But don't delay. It's for a limited time only. Pick up new heavy-duty Truche today in the beautiful new bottle. You'll like the graceful spiral design. That's Truche, the heavy-duty lotion for hard-work hands. So get Truche today and save seven cents. <laughs> Working off some steam, I guess. I see you found the snow shovel. <laughs> Our snow shovel. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I came out here to apologize. I was wrong. I don't know why I made such a fuss over nothing. <sighs> I guess just the thought of so many people coming and worrying about it and what to serve and where to put them and hoping everything goes right. Honestly, somehow I just wish I'd never started the whole thing. I know, I know. Look, oh. I'm sorry, too, darling. As a matter of fact, uh, you're right about Jerry. It's just that I get sort of... You know, pressed when I think, well, it's business. I, I ought know. to have him, but the heck with it. Heck with it. I, I, I'll give him a ring. I'll say the whole thing's called No, off. don't worry about it. I've already called the Waldens and invited them. We'll put place cards around, and you and I will sit with them. 
Well. Oh, honestly, do you think other people worry this way when they're giving a party, or is it just me? <laughs> no, I think everybody does, darling. Now, look, you better get oh. back in the house. Go on now. It's too cold out here for just a sweater. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh. When you come back in the house, call Minnie Darrell. Something about they can't come to the party after all. Can't come? No. The reason this whole thing started was because we owed the Darrells. They were the people we really owed. Why can't they come? Well, something about Whitney having an art exhibit or something. The date was changed, and he has to be there. Also, their engagement for that Monday was called up. So if you want to change yours back to Monday, she said that would be fine with them. Change it back? I've mm-hmm. already changed 28 people from Monday to Tuesday. I told Mitty that. She felt terrible, said she hadn't realized you were giving a big party. You just said that... What night could they come for dinner? Well, that was to make sure we got them because we owed them. Mm, well, you call her back, dear. I can't stay out here. It's too cold. Oh, boy, it never fails, does it, honey? Oh, now now the, the people we want especially can't come. And we're left with 30 people to feed. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenter. This is Stuart Metz speaking. <laughs> <laughs>